Hey, everyone. Thanks for checking out Campfire Stories. Did you know that you can actually join us live on Spotify's new live audio app, Spotify Greenroom? Nothing to be scared about. Every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, you can join us for an interactive discussion about everything ghoulish and ghostly. All you have to do is download Spotify Greenroom app, sign up for free, or use your Spotify login to join. And you can also click the link in our series or episode descriptions. And then follow Campfire Stories to get notified when our room is going live, which is every Tuesday, and we'll save a spot for you by the fire. So remember, download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. Hi, I'm Corinne. <laughs> um, I'm I am logged into the Campfire Stories profile today, but my name is Corinne. And uh, this is Campfire Stories. We are usually the hosts, or we still are, the hosts of Two Girls, My Ghost. Usually? Who else is doing it? I don't know. It depends on who possesses me that day. <sighs> yes. But Gosh. when you can't, when we're not here, you can also find us hosting Two Girls, One Ghost podcast. But one of the things that left us wanting more from our podcast, Two Girls, One Ghost, is that oftentimes we're like, oh, we just wish we could ask people follow-up questions live about what's happening to them and their paranormal experiences, hence campfire stories. So we go live here every Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, uh, and that is 5 p.m. Pacific. I just had to do math. What's eight minus three? That's five. Um, And so here we are. (laughs) Proud of you. And we have have a theme. Sabrina, do you want to introduce the theme? Yes. Yes. So last week we discovered that most people has, or, or enough people have jobs. Um, so we decided to do haunted jobs as the theme for the week. So if you work somewhere haunted, if you have in the past worked somewhere haunted, those are the stories we want to hear. We want to hear all of them. I, I never worked yes. in a haunted office. Have you? Um, no, not that I'm aware of. Although you could argue that when I was in grad school, my grad assistantship was on campus at Salem State, and Salem mm-hmm. State is super haunted. And I actually did see a ghost on campus unintentionally. I was not going ghost hunting, but I did. It's see interesting. One. It's also interesting now that everyone's working from home, or most people are working from home. Does that technically count as a haunted office? I mean, I guess, but but for now, I want to hear about like haunted factories. Yeah, yeah. Like who works in like a Wegmans that's haunted? You know, like those <laughs> yes, types yes. of things. Yeah. No, but I just feel bad for people who have to work from home if their homes are haunted. That's true. You, can't you just like can't escape that. it. Unless okay. it's just your like office room if you have, or like the one little corner that you work in and then the rest of your house just isn't haunted. That's, that would be ideal. The one cold mm-hmm. spot in the corner. Are you okay. bringing people up? Also, um, yeah. Happy International Women's Day, everybody. Yes. Oh, the singles. Oh, <laughs> Earlier today, was I, a lot of our friends have been posting really nice things, and I, I just we ended up having uh, an exterminator come to uh, exterminate ants from our home, and I, we were running around trying to escape murderer. Yeah, I there was a massacre <laughs> in our home, and so maybe my home will be haunted by ants. The ghosts. The ghosts of ants. Anyway. The ghosts of ants. Ooh, Megan said a haunted cracker barrel. If if there is oh. one, I need to hear about that. I freaking love cracker barrel. Okay. Let's see. I'm gonna bring up okay, Jen, because your dog has well, it's not because of this, but your dog has why can't I talk? Um, her profile photo has a dog with a hooded sweatshirt on and I'm oh, so, so into cute. that. Okay, so I'm going to bring up Jen. And then after that, I'm going to bring up Mara. Oh, Cheyenne says she works next to a morgue. Hello. 
Hello. Hi, Jen. Hi. Oh, this is so exciting. I have so many workplace um, ghost stories. It's ridiculous. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We're down. Is it all from the same place? We can't wait. No, it's different places, which is even more bizarre. But they're all pet oriented. So is it so, you? Yeah. So right now I work in a fish store and we have a ghost that we call Shuffles because <laughs> it literally sounds like there's somebody like shuffling around the store at night when you're there by yourself. Like there's somebody walking around the oh. store. But I personally experienced something a little bit different because I was up on a ladder, like doing something in one of the fish tanks. And I heard somebody cough behind me. Like somebody was trying to get my attention and I turned around and there was nobody there. That is so it was super creepy. creepy. And then of course, and also during COVID times, it's like, you don't want anyone coughing near you. No, anyway, not at all. So. Of course we have a coughing ghost that shuffles around. <laughs> yeah. It's ridiculous. But I sent you guys, I emailed you guys a photo earlier today, like an hour ago. Um, there's a really haunted Petco in Old Bridge, New Jersey. Oh, and um, the photo is a little girl ghost that haunts this one Petco because apparently downstairs there used to be a dance studio in the building and it burnt down. So one of my friends used to manage the store and he let us down into the creepy basement and you go down there and it's like all kind of burnt out and it just feels really heavy and weird. But in the store itself, they have like, Things get thrown around and moved around. They had work crews in there where people would go running out of the store because um, the ghosts would like move their tools around in front of them and stuff. Yeah. So we got to go into the basement. We took a bunch of pictures to try to catch something, but we couldn't. But there used to be a weird New Jersey magazine um, that had a picture of the little girl ghost in it. And then the picture I sent you is another ghost picture that was taken by somebody who worked there. Oh my gosh. I'm looking at it right now. You can see her so clearly. It almost looks like she's reaching Yeah, right? Out. Or like she's balancing, like like kind of like peeking around the corner a little bit. It makes me feel bad because it's the spirit of a little girl. Like the fact that there was a, a dance studio there before, that, that does make me a little sad. But also at the same time, I'm like, oh, it's so creepy. Yeah. So I had like another friend who took over management of the store and she used to bring the girl balloons and presents and stuff. She'd be like, I'm bringing you stuff. Don't don't scare me. Don't jump out at me. So you should, she used to bring her toys and gifts and stuff. And totally like mommed her up. So oh, that's sweet. Yeah. Oh. So she never got. Are there pets actively there in the? Oh store? yeah, during the day. I mean, it's it's a pet co, so it's like your basic like small animals, fish, reptiles, and yeah. all that stuff. But people can come in with their dogs and stuff. Okay, so maybe that that's one positive yeah. is that she gets to play with the pets. And then I feel like we have talked a lot about how animals will see spirits, so maybe she can interact with them. I hope so, but she normally just messes with the people that work there when it gets a little late at night. Yeah, that's one of the, I feel like now if ever I have a, if I have a job where I have to work shifts, I'm going to have to say, I refuse to work the closing shift (laughs) because that's when all the stuff happens or like opening really early in the morning. Oh yeah. Either of those things. No thanks. So then the store that I worked at, another Petco store was also super haunted. We had a ghost that I watched like open a door, walk, like heard it walk behind me. And then I saw another door open and close. My dog growled at it. Uh, People used to see like a black shadow figure, like between the aisles in the back of the store. We heard like a scream from somebody that wasn't there. We used to hear voices in the other (gasps) side of the store. Sometimes you would leave a room and the faucet would turn on. You'd have to go back and turn it off again. This This is a pet coat. And it would only happen after (laughs) 10 o'clock at night. So you had to be there after 10 o'clock. So luckily the store hours changed where we would be out of there before 10. But we used to be open until 10 and then we'd have to be there to like 11 o'clock at night, like finishing up, taking care of the animals and stuff. And so all oh this activity gosh. would happen 
And like, sometimes we would just nope out of there and not, not finish what we had to do and just save it for the next morning. <laughs> I don't yeah, blame that you. Was, that was the worst one. But that was probably worse because I got to experience it every day. And it was just like par for the course. Like, oh, the ghost is at it again. I'm glad that it was at least a shared experience with your, mm-hmm. your coworkers yeah. too, right? Like it wasn't just no, like, you. Everybody, everybody kind of... saw it. And uh, yeah, they, there's... Which is even more wild. Like how come no... Did any paranormal investigators ever go in? Like, is this publicly known that this Petco is super haunted? I don't think so. It was just like... I don't think we could let anybody just come in and like investigate it late at night because it was like... You know, like corporate would probably flip out that we were investigating ghosts at night. Yeah. But I know somebody... <laughs> I know... You don't have to tell anyone, let us in the back. Yeah, right. <laughs> I know somebody just did, leave it unlocked for us. Somebody did bring a Ouija board in and like use oh, a Ouija right. board <laughs> to try to contact whatever was there. And that's what made like the talking. Like then after that happened, we used to hear the, the people talking in the distance, like in like different areas of the store when there was nobody in there. That would scare the it was, shit. It was pretty bad. <laughs> like there was some tight nights where it was just like, yeah, it feels, it feels bad. Let's get out of here. Like one of my friends, that worked there when we were there uh like it would bang on the walls a lot or like just like it would sound like something was slamming to the floor and you would go to look and there was nothing on the floor um so one time it was banging and she banged back and then it banged back even louder like this huge like <gasps> boom sound no. and it was, it was so loud it was it was terrifying so we just got we got out of there it didn't want us there yeah I don't it's like just that. so interesting because like a petco in in walmart and places like that like they're in these huge ass like warehouse type yeah. buildings and so my assumption is that it was built you know sometime in like the 80s and it's not necessarily i mean granted places don't have to be old to be haunted my family built our house and grew up yeah. in a haunted house but like it's just so interesting because I'm like, mm-hmm. what is happening there? Like, why, why there? Why are I have no idea. there? It's really weird. And then there's a, it used to be like a big empty area next to it that we used for storage, but they turned it into a five below store. And the people that work in the five below now say that like they have experiences in their store too, because it's right next door. And we used to like share a back room and stuff like that. So it was just like, that is fascinating. yeah, so it's like a whole weird haunted Petco thing, I guess. But the one in Old Bridge is like the worst one because that's the one that was like really heavily documented. I mean, we've talked about this before. I, I, I mean, I think we had um, someone come up here who worked in an animal shelter. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of don't blame those places for being haunted. If I'm a ghost, I will be haunting those places. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, I agree. That's Anywhere true. That's, it's fun. Am I what? Yeah, or like a candy shop or something that's like just smells really good. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> that's into where that. You, that's what your choice is? Yeah. It, yeah. But I liked, Jen, that in one of the places that you were talking about, it's like a haunted work within haunted work because you brought up the fact that people who go in and are like contractors and work in construction also go like that is their job is to go to all these different locations and they too experience the hauntings and that's so scary to like not really know if the day of work is going to bring paranormal oh yeah basically the flooring (laughs) in that building was so old it was like there was holes in it so they had these crews that were replacing the floors so they had to put one person down in the basement which is like where the fire happened (laughs) to like retrieve tools if they fell through the hole and inevitably, that person would always see or experience something that was bad enough to send them running out of the building. And it happened multiple times. Whoa. That is so creepy. I'm trying, There's so many other places that I've heard similar things that I'm trying to remember right now. Some of those places that have had construction workers 
hightail it out of there. Mm-hmm. But man, haunted places, you've yep. clearly uh, been attracted to. Yeah, so now all I have is... Us. All I have is shuffles, the coughing, shuffling ghost. So that's like lame in comparison to all the other ones. <laughs> this is nice though. I, I would consider that an upgrade. Yeah, it totally is. It's it doesn't in feel it doesn't feel as like I guess angry, like get out of my get out of my house kind of feeling. It's just like, hey, I'm here. Like I'm just gonna shuffle around while you work. Right. Shuffles is positively impacting yeah. the culture. It just gives you guys something to gossip about. Yeah, yeah. And otherwise isn't too Yeah, it isn't too imposing. Too just kinda like hangs out. <laughs> I love it. Oh my gosh. Jen, thank you so You're much welcome. for sharing thank these you. with us. Yeah, right. Thank you. Keep us updated if you um, hear Yeah, I definitely will. Our soon. one coworker, yeah. her daughter does paranormal investigating as like a hobby. So she might come in and try to like hatch something. <gasps> so if that happens, oh my God. we'll try well, to help them definitely send it in. Tell here. us. Amazing. Okay. Thank you. You're thank welcome. You, Thanks. Wow. Okay. Jen gave us a lot of haunted places. <laughs> I know. It's like, I oh, actually just posted that we're the... three. <laughs> I also just posted the photo that Den was talking about that she emailed to us on our Instagram story. If anyone wants to go peep that. Oh, smart. Um, okay. Yeah. I'm going to bring up Mara and then, or I hope that's how you say your name. And then Cheyenne. Do you ever just awesome. say words and sometimes you question your sanity when you say them? Like it just sounds wrong coming out of your yep. mouth. You're like, is this right? Yeah. Hi, Mara. Mara, you are on mute. And also for anyone who's new to Green Room, if you double tap someone's profile picture, you can throw the diamonds at them. It doesn't do anything other than make them feel good about themselves, which is what we <laughs> should do while we're here. We'll give Mara Mara, a you're still on mute. Oh. Hi. There you go. Hello. I was there you to- go. I was totally talking to myself and I'm like, are they ignoring me? <laughs> <laughs> no, that happens. Even when my dad came up a few weeks ago on here, he was like, it's really hard to find the unmute button when you're in the chat. So don't worry. Oh my gosh. I'm like, so you're here yeah. now. Uh, I've been listening to you guys since like 2018, like religious. Yeah. Really? So you guys have helped me through a lot, like long road trips. Like, oh, oh, awesome. thank <laughs> you. I'm like, I actually got like super excited. Cause like, um, once I, you know, there's a lot of people that request to, um, talk with y'all that I was like, oh, I just hit it right away. And I didn't know there was a theme. So I, I, it's funny because I actually work from home <laughs> and I'm uh, currently staying at my uh, boyfriend's place right now. His place has a spirit. So I'm like, technically I mean, working from home. Yeah. Your home uh-huh. office is really yeah. home and work is haunted now. <laughs> yeah. That's the new world we live in. Yep. Uh, well, I, it's funny because I have plenty of stories about like haunted places that I've lived in. Um, I'm also like a, a sensitive medium, so it's kind of more amplified for me. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh my gosh. Uh, have you always been sensitive since you were younger or is it something that you kind of like honed in not on your craft over time? No, um, it's since I was a little kid and my mom and my sister are also like psychic and sensitive and are able to tap into the other side. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. Yeah. So it's kind of like a wow. family kind of thing. It's, it's, it's amazing and a little intrusive sometimes with, you know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm doing. Yeah. You know, so it's like, but, uh, <laughs> the story. It does sound nice to have your family all have the same ability so you can, you know, you're not alone in it. Yeah. Especially when like, we're, you know, when I drink with my sister, we'll start like, drunkenly like tapping into talking like ghosts 
Oh my God. I would pay to watch that. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty fun, but it's a little, it's a little dangerous. Cause you know, when you're been drinking, you're a little bit, um, more susceptible to a lot of the energies in a place. So, uh, I recently moved to San oh Francisco God. in November. So I'm like slowly like cultivating the, all the stuff that I've seen here. It's a little intense. Um, but I, you know, I moved from, I lived in Austin for like 10 years and then I moved to San Francisco. So there's been like a couple of energies that had attached to me that like, I went to one of my friends that's a psychic and she was all like, did you know you have 13 attachments to you right now? I'm like, oh, 13. I'm like, yeah, I've been going to, you know, the, a lot of old haunted places that they just kind of tag along. They eventually go away, but you know, yeah. Casual. <laughs> Yeah. Yikes. But I'm going to start looking over my shoulder too. I'm like, what do I have? <laughs> Making me nervous. So yeah. is this why your home office or your places of work have been so haunted? Um, I mean, yes. I mean, I, I, I'm just kind of a walking spirit, you know, medium. Uh, so it, I don't. You're I, just the beacon. Yeah. So I actually don't have like a I, like I said, I got excited and I just hit the request. I'm like, I want to tell my story. Um, it's actually a, one of the places, uh, it's actually a school. So I guess I was working on a play at school uh, when I was in high school. Um, you guys covered it in the haunted schools for El Paso High. Do you guys remember? Oh, yes. Yeah, it's oh, an early on episode. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, yes. Uh, I went to that high school at and it's oh like my the oldest high, high school in El Paso, Texas. And uh, so I'm just going to dive into the story. So I used to be in theater, you know, all, like all through my my high school career. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then um, we were, uh, so one thing about El Paso High School that they say like, you're not really supposed to be there after six o'clock because that's when stuff starts happening, right? Because um, of the history of the high school, you know, it, it, the basement used to be a morgue during like, um, I forgot, it was like a tuberculosis outbreak and it housed like, um, mm, you know, mm-hmm. during the Second World War, it, it, they housed like a hospital basically there. Um, so it just has a lot of history. Yeah, the classic tale of every building in the like late 1800s and early 1900s. It's like TB and World War One, Two yeah. hospitals wild and uh yeah so the basement is where we used to store like a lot of the props right for for deer and uh one night we had been working on a set mm-hmm. for grease um we were doing grease so we we're like setting up taking out props from the basement up to uh, you know the stage and then um you know we started hearing like somebody was jangling keys and it's like if you go the auditorium in El Paso High it's gorgeous and it's huge enough for uh, high school basically and we're like okay well you know the the janitors must be locking the doors from the outside because you know there was a separate exit through um the downstairs for for theater and like okay they're just locking up right and then just hear it get louder and louder and uh next thing you know like we're just kind of going about it like it stops and then um like all of a sudden we, uh, you know, the curtains for, for, um, the theater curtains are pretty heavy, right? Uh, see like it, like somebody, mm-hmm. somebody had slapped the mm-hmm. curtains and it was just me and other people. And it was like, 
Wait, like that definitely wasn't mm. when the windows in that auditorium. Like there's, yeah, there's not air conditioner or anything like that. So we like ignore it, right? We're like, okay, well, let's just get finished up. And then next thing you know, we hear somebody running up and down the catwalk. Uh, my uh, oh. friend shines up a projector because we were using to do visuals and there was nobody up there. And you could clearly nobody was up there. At that point, we just like, you know what? Let's just go. Like we all just kind of like, <laughs> ran down the stairs and just laughed. Like it was like, I didn't even know if he turned off the projector. <laughs> what can like, you do? We yeah. just like went out of there. Like it was like kind of like, oh, you know, we're trying to ignore it. And it just got like pissed off. Oh. Um, yeah. So that was like an experience that oh I had God. with. Theaters are already so spooky to begin yeah. with too. And so when stuff actually happens, it's so frightening because like there's a million dark corners and it's just like kind of cold and musty and old to begin with. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I would, yeah, I would do exactly what you did. Run right out. <laughs> it's And it's funny because, yeah. uh, you know, I like me and myself, I still get scared because I'm like, sometimes when you fuck around too much, it's sometimes too much, you know, and it's like, but it's just like I used to uh, like play with Ouija board all the time in theater because I wanted to contact people. I used to make it out of like paper and like a paper, like a key, key ring, <laughs> like just my whole, like makeshift Ouija board. Oh my gosh. And You're the reason everything around you is haunted. <laughs> uh, yes and no. <laughs> Definitely have something to do with that because <laughs> I'm fascinated by it. But also, yeah, you know, it's like, Sometimes I have to like catch myself where like I have like friends that are like uh, santeros. I'm like do hoodoo and I'm like, hey, I did something. Can you help? <laughs> Can you cut me? You know, like yeah. I'm like, well, I'm glad you have other people around you and that you have your family too to to lean on and when spooky things yeah. are happening like this. But yeah, my God. Okay, El Paso. Hi. I want to, Mara, you'll have to email us about your experiences as a medium and all the ghosts that have followed you in your life because it sounds like you have had quite the paranormal experience in <laughs> yeah. life. Yeah. There's a podcast. It's a um, Latinx a woman of color um, called Paranormal Putas. <laughs> and, uh, oh, <laughs> I really love that. So I'm actually in one of uh, my uh, personal stories that kind of maps out my life so if y'all want to check that out it's under paranormal putas and smarter stories so okay amazing, amazing. But Thank we're you. definitely gonna listen uh i've started to write i remember like i found drafts and stuff like that but i never really know like what to write y'all so definitely gonna um send in something soon because i oh yeah send us anything yeah. and everything we we piece yeah. together emails and and read everything. So we welcome it all. Thank you so much. Thank you for, for raising your hand and coming on and sharing about your, your amazing life and haunted theater experience. Thank you. (laughs) This is so awesome. I I can't believe I'm actually like getting to talk to y'all. So nice. Thank you, Mara. (laughs) Oh, thank you so much. (laughs) Yeah. It's so so cute because we feel the same way about everybody else. And I feel like Anytime someone, the fact that people just even come here to like talk is just <laughs> freaking amazing. My uh, yeah. face always hurts from smiling after these. <laughs> even if I get really scared during them, I'm just still smiling the whole time because I'm just in disbelief I that know. like we get to hang out with everybody. 
Oh, we, Corinne and I truly just moments before we jumped up on here, we were just reminiscing of all the things we've been through on this journey to having this podcast. And it just blows my mind every time. The fact that people are here, that people want to listen to us, which is, I don't know why you guys, like, what are you doing? Um, well, but it's also like ghost stories, <laughs> I know, right? Like that's I know. kind of the reason we found part of the reason that we connected Sabrina was like, there's not a ton yeah. of people to talk to, to about ghost stories that don't have a guard up when you're talking about it. Right. And aren't going to judge us. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So as soon as you find fellow spooky people, it's like, you got to hang on to them. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's why we like doing these so much. I'm screechy. Um, Leia just like sighed in the background. She's like, okay, shush. She's like, be quiet. She's you ever like, get I'm so excited that you just feel like you need to squeal, but you have to keep it inside like this? Yes. And you like yes. scream inside of your head. The other day I was writing something and I like, I just like got stuck like creatively at a point. So I just stood up and paced and I was like screaming I'm quietly, <laughs> not scarily, hopefully, but I was just like, I just had to let something out. Okay. <laughs> Oh, man. I'm going to bring up Cheyenne. And then after that is Lindsay with a Y. Awesome. Oh, wait. I think Cheyenne had messaged in the chat before saying she works somewhere spooky. Hi, Cheyenne. Hi. Can you hear me? Hello. Yes. Yes. Um, So I am truly freaking out because didn't expect to get picked today. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) it kind of fits that my husband made me vegan ramen since Sabrina is vegan. So... And yes, oh my gosh, my how nice. Yes, baby, I am talking on the phone. Hello. But uh, so uh, I've been listening to y'all since like 2019, and I'm actually fixing to restart the whole series, y'all's whole podcast again. Um, oh my gosh. But I work in the basement of my hospital, and uh, I work below the main OR. And where our break room is, right outside of it, is the entrance to our morgue. And I used to work night shift. Ooh. There's a phone right beside the morgue, right beside the viewing room in particular, that randomly would ring. I never had the guts to what? actually answer it. Because it's just like a courtesy phone. And I had a friend tell me that one time she okay. answered it and it was actually like they were trying to yeah. get hold of her because like the extension to it's like one digit off or something. But it always creeped me out because I've been sensitive since I was like a kid. When I was three or four, I told when my great great Nana died, I told my Nana that I had already known despite nobody telling me because she told me she was going to go be with Jesus. I'm not hurting you. Wait, sorry. Wait, can you say that again? Last uh, sentence. I told my my I had told my mom's mom uh, when my great great grandmother died. Nobody had told me it because I was like three years old. So she went to go tell me, you know, Nana's passed on, and I'm like, I know. I sat on her whole lap here from Georgia to Ohio, and she told me that to be a good girl, <gasps> she's going to heaven now. So working in a hospital. Oh my god, I have chills. Working in a hospital was really, wow. Like I constantly sh- see shadows in my department. Like if I'm working on instruments over by our elevator, I'll see um, just like a shadowy figure. I've never really had the guts to look up fully to see if it was the Batman <laughs> because I'm like I'm trying to get my stuff done. 
and not. Yeah. No. Yeah. The fact that you're playing it right, like you're not answering the phone and you're not looking at the shadow person. And yet still there's so much that's happening around you for you to be aware of it. Like that just speaks volumes as to how haunted your place of work is. It worries me because I used to be... Stop, lad. I used to be a lot more sensitive when before my best friend died and I kind of tapped out because I was terrified of seeing her. Baba, it's okay. Um, but he's getting sleepy. You said that you saw you saw spirits starting at a young age. Does your son see anything? Have you I've wondered, uh, because a lot of times he'll just be like giggling and kind of like nonsensical talking to himself and i know his dad could see him when he was younger too so i'm assuming he got the trait i won't know until he can actually form oh, wow. coherent sentences other than blah 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 and yes well honestly i'm glad like as you were walking us through the first part of of this that he was kind of like babbling in the background because it's the nice like you don't even have to cover his ears he's just doing he's distracting himself from the ghost stories no. He just said, I know. Like, he can hear me because I have y'all in my headphones. <laughs> I know. It's intentional. <laughs> can you hear them? You can. Hello. Hello. Here, hang on. Say hi. Where are we? Hello. Do you see ghosts? I Sabrina. just put my headphone back in and he was like, what are you doing? Why are you taking it away? <laughs> I've, I've emailed y'all before about other stuff that I've seen. I usually grew up with this across the street from a cemetery. So either across oh, the dang. street or down the road. Like my family loves. So you went from cemetery to morgue? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to live like a corner, so it kind of fits. Oh my Wow, gosh. I love it. Like, wow. we grew up, I grew up in a semi-pagan household, so after our rituals, we would always go sit across the street at the cemetery. So it was kind of relaxing and honest, in all honesty. I kind of agree there with you. There is a I feel like, peacefulness, yeah. yeah. They are. There totally is. I feel like also so many people avoid cemeteries. So at times it feels like the safest place to be. It kind of does, yeah. Well, has anyone ever picked up the haunted phone at the morgue <laughs> uh my friend did one of my uh i don't want to call her my co-worker because she worked in a different department uh she was a patient transporter and she answered it one time i don't know where she grew the balls from because sorry <laughs> i don't have those and uh they were actually looking for her because her extension was either like the same numbers but like reversed or it was like one oh 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 yeah so it was like a happy coincidence, but like I have to pass the morgue on a daily basis when I go make one of my runs to one of the floors. So it's always kind of like, I kind of sense things now more than seeing things anymore. So like I always, you can always tell there's mm. like something in there. Oh, Wow. Well, you need to make friends with the security guards. Like if anyone has <laughs> access to the cameras and, and like get some footage of the shadow people walking down the halls and stuff. I talked to one of my coworkers and she had said, or sorry, he had said that um, he like him and a couple other people have heard like a baby crying and like turned around and like there was no one there. It's that's sad or it could be really scary. I mean, 
You never know. Corinne's always the first to lean to like our children ghosts, Demons. something demonic. And the crying could be, you know, yeah. trying to lure you in. Well, it's kind of, yeah, it's tough in like a hospital morgue setting because that makes me think that it, it is like an actual but human child, that, which it is was actually up on the third floor. It wasn't near the morgue. It was like on the second or third floor. Oh, mm. interesting. Like if it were, if you were mm. like down a dirt road, I'd be like, oh my God. And see, for me, the third Call the police and, and keep going because that's scary. <laughs> the third floor would kind of make sense because it's kind of over near where our NICU is. So... <laughs> That would make sense to hear a baby crying, ah! but I'm not. Vladimir, <laughs> stop yelling at Bella. You didn't finish your food. Our cat is oh eating God, kids' food. Oh my gosh. She's not as civilized as Leia. <laughs> you, you'd be surprised. Leia's not as civilized either. She's just quiet right now. It's the beauty of editing. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well, Cheyenne, we are so grateful you came and shared your stories with us. Uh, I hope that the ghosts don't haunt you terribly at work, but if they do, let us know. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm laughing because in the chat, as as we were talking about cemeteries and how they're peaceful, Karina said, I remember one time my family went on a picnic at a cemetery when I was like five or six and I thought it was normal until I told someone. Wait, I want to do that. Me too. New family oh tradition. One of, these, one of these times, one of these days, we should find like a haunted place or a cemetery to go do campfire stories from. <gasps> we should. We got to figure out a Tuesday that you and I can be together. The next time we are. Or I guess we don't have to be together. We can each just be in a different cemetery. Yeah. Which Although is, I'm scared. Uh, I'd rather be with night. you. Yeah. <laughs> it's at night. Yeah, I'm, I'm nervous. Yeah. I want to be with you. Yeah. I like the I like the cemeteries that say like close at sundown, you know? So no one's supposed to be there at night. But yeah. I don't know. There's Boston's some in Boston old. that they're old and it's just like one little tiny gate to get into. Yeah. I can go to those because, well, maybe. I don't know. Those seem less scary. You know, there's other people around. So I'll just creep on the side, except for the the one that you and I went to, Sabrina, when you were here in Boston. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. That one is so wild because the way that the earth (laughs) has shifted and with like rainfall over the past century, half of the graves are like basically completely sunken into the earth. And a lot of the bodies had like essentially slipped out. And had had since been removed. Like the bodies were basically like coming resurfacing. Yeah. And, and so there's not really that That's many like, skeletons actually left in the cemetery. Mm, interesting. Beautiful, beautiful things the city has. I love it. The history is so great. Yes. Rich. <laughs> Rich. All right. Also, can we normalize asking children if they see ghosts? <laughs> I was like, don't scar the child. <laughs> Well, I'm not the ghost scaring him. Pretty says, I ask mine. <laughs> Honestly, every, I'm just going to go up. <laughs> this is so creepy. As if children are, aren't already afraid of strangers. Anytime I see a child, even if I don't know whose child it is, I'm going to say, hello, child. Do you see ghosts? Forget like, just do you want candy? people are in the room here? <laughs> and if they say like three, you're like, so count. And then they point to the corner and that's how you know. Yeah. 
Yep. I'm going to be that do creepy person. Do you see dead people? <laughs> Scott, do you see dead people? <laughs> okay. Lindsay, Lindsay disappeared off of the list. So. Oh no, Lindsay, raise your hand again. If you're here, we'll give you a minute. Is Maybe that... Lindsay didn't want to come up. Or, oh, know. that's okay. We won't pressure anyone. Yeah. So I'm going to bring up, I'm sorry. I don't know if I'm going to say your name correctly. Adia. Okay. And then after that, I'll bring up Elizabeth D. Ad- Adia. Is that how you, how we say your name? You're on mute at the moment. Oh my God. I literally there just sat here and talked to myself. Um, <laughs> no, <laughs> my name is Adia. Um, and like Adia. one of like okay, my 20 Adia. messages that I sent in the chat in the beginning, I put like, it's okay if you say my name wrong in like all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Adia. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for correcting us. We're sorry. No, you're good. We Everybody have gets to get butchered all the time too. Oh so no. At my work like to be sensitive to at it. At my work, I have like the pronunciation of my name underneath my name tag because like, oh, that's smart. like my boss boss, like didn't know, like still to this day, can't say my name. And I started working there like two months ago. <laughs> and I'm like, and like what he'll say it oh right. God. And I'll be like, yeah, no, cool. And then he'll be like, all right, bye, Adia. And I'm like, that's not my name. Like, <laughs> no, it's Adia. Yeah, it's Adia. Adia. Practice right now. Adia. Okay, Adia. Okay, well, right. where do you work? And is it haunted? Tell us everything. Okay, so I don't work at the haunted place anymore. Now I work in an engineering firm, but I did find out that somebody drowned in our pond. And like, my, oh my God. At your current place of work? Yeah, like like a year or two ago. Oh no! So they told me oh, that's that. Horrible. And like two of like so like our two CEOs were standing there when they told me that. And I said, "Oh, so this place is haunted." And when I say I got like the biggest like death stares in them, like really like that's like instead of being like, "Oh my god, oh, like that's no. so terrible," I said, "Oh, so there's a ghost here," and like <laughs> they didn't find that funny. But, that's what I would do. I'd accidentally say that too. So, you know, well, no, that's why when you ask that kid, like, oh, do you see ghosts? <laughs> I thought that was so funny. <laughs> um, okay. So, to the haunted place I worked. So, for like a year and a half, I worked at the. So, I live in Ohio. I live in Delaware, Ohio. And there's a restaurant called Hamburger Inn. And it's been around since like the early 1900s. It was like a speakeasy during like the prohibition era. And then like it turned into like this diner. And like I have like four stories. I'm gonna try to like sum them up kind of quick. So the best way to describe this diner is that it's not like your normal diner where there's tables, there's booths. So like and they're like big round tables and everybody gets like a stool on the booth. If that makes sense. If you want, you can look the place up, Hamburger Inn, mm-hmm. and you can like see like the layout of it. I oh love my the God. name. It was literally, <sighs> I could go on a whole other tangent about the people who work there, but <laughs> we'll stick with like the ghost. So um, it's been around for a while and there's like, so we've kind of like over time, like we've also, so we all used to like talk to the ghost and then like some of the people who work there have worked there since they were like, and they're teens and they're like like when it like first opened and now they're like 70 so like they've really seen the place like go from like bottom to now they would kind of tell us like the backstories behind some of the ghosts so like there was like two little girls one we don't think is nice one we think is like a demon pretending to be a little girl and then the other one we think is like a legitimate little girl how Ooh. unfair for the legitimate ghost story oh, now. No. So dude, this is a sad story. So the little so the legitimate little girl, so the story behind her is that um so above the place, so above like where it used to be 
when it was a speakeasy above it was an apartment and that apartment was around till about the 70s and that apartment will come in in a later story but mom and daughter used to live up there and during like the speakeasy time some like crime happened in like the back alley and because that's the thing is like when you go to the back of the restaurant you can walk out and you can walk down like this back alley well there was like a someone shot somebody in the alley and it accidentally shot the little girl Oh no, that is so awful. Oh my God. It was so, no. And it was like really sad. And like, so like she was like a legit little girl, but then there was another one and we don't think it was the actual little girl because there's no other reason why there'd be a little girl. And whenever this one would come around, so it was like Halloween night and um, it was dead because it was, it's also a college town. So all these people, all like the like college kids were at the bars and stuff. And we were like waiting on them to, you know, we were open 24 seven. So we were waiting on them to come out of the bars and, um, it was around like 10 o'clock at night. And all of a sudden, like we just start hearing like slapping on the floor, like someone's taking their hands and like slapping them on the tile. And, uh, like we hear it walking like all the way out. And I mean, they're just loud. And then the stool seats start spinning, like, on one of the counters, the stool seats start spinning, and then, like, the lights that hang above start, like, spinning. What? This is, like, poltergeist. No, yeah. it is. No. It was me, a cook, and two other servers, and we were literally, we all had our backs up against, like, the wall, and we were just watching this whole thing go on, and then one of the cooks was like, okay, we get it. Stop. And then we heard little girl <laughs> giggle. Ooh, 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 ooh. I hate but that. that. But that's the bad one. So then that's the one that we think is bad because whenever we hear the little girl giggle when that happens it's usually like it's usually after it scares us like it wants to scare us and it laughs ew Ew, that is so and it and it had and it like would like occur like that all the time like it would do something like really scary and then like giggle i don't (laughs) like that so then like the other little girl had an attachment to that cook named jamie and um we always thought like the like the real little girl was like trying to like protect we'll name her we'll name her like lucy so we always thought like lucy wanted to like protect jamie from like the demonic one mm-hmm. and um we would hear like if we were all just standing around like closing we hear jamie like out of nowhere we'd hear like a little girl go jamie and like mm-hmm. he said all the time he'd be like yeah no like i've seen her all the time and then like another waitress told me that she that she saw Lucy like in the back alley. Oh my goodness. Um, so then things that also happened to me were so the original owners of like the hamburger inn also haunt the place. And there's a photo of them behind like the back counter. And uh I didn't know like who they were, but we were back, I was like walking back uh from like the kitchen to like the front of that restaurant, and at like the back counters there were just two guys sitting there and then I looked up and like they were gone and right above them was the photo of the two guys sitting at the counter in those same spots <gasps> Ooh. Oh, in the wait. same spots that they're in the photo yeah so like I looked up and I saw them sitting there and I was like oh okay so then I looked down to like grab like silverware and stuff to go like you know like seat them yeah. and be like, oh hi like welcome and they were gone <gasps> so and they like, had the restaurant their spots. was cool the they restaurant had their was cool spots. They, wow like then nobody else saw them but me and like they were in the photo the exact same seats that were in the photo i need to see the photo love that yeah i'm pretty sure if you go on their website they have like a history thing where like they talk about all of that okay i absolutely will 
Um, oh, this is fascinating. If anything, I can go in and probably snap a photo because my brother actually took a bunch of photos while he was in there because I told him it was haunted and my brother like loves to like do ghost stuff with me and he took <laughs> yeah. a photo and there was literally just orbs orbs Ooh. everywhere oh <laughs> my god wait <laughs> all over like, where is back. this again it's in Delaware Ohio Delaware okay I'm looking at it right now oh they're hiring anyone else want to go work oh, you don't want to work there okay. <laughs> 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 and it's not because the ghosts the ghosts are kind of okay this is the podcast no um I used to like when I would leave I would have to say like goodbye to the place because they would come home with me if I didn't say goodbye like something would come home with me and then they was would, it the demon or like and... the little girl or no was it was that? just like a presence like I mean I would literally come home and take showers and I would wash my whole like I would wash my whole body so deep like I would just scrub my body and it's not even just to be clean it was to like clean cleanse myself of like the feeling because like in on my drive wow. home when I got home like the whole entire time I just felt like I was just being like engulfed in like this like dark presence and then when I go so back awful. and then when I go back it would almost like go back home you know what I mean like it would almost yeah. like go back to the restaurant and then if I left and I said goodbye nothing would come home with me and I'd be fine they just wanted to know that you'll see them again soon yeah, no, and like that's literally, and once I started learning to say like goodbye, I'll see you on Tuesday, they quit following me home. Oh, that's so interesting. <laughs> wow. So um, I made a mistake by looking at the website, and now my mouth is like salivating, and all the food looks really good. <laughs> I'm hungry now. <laughs> it's pretty good. Um, yeah. If you ever want to, I love take a good old trip food. to Delaware, Ohio. I'll, actually, there's a couple <laughs> haunted spots in Ohio that like if you guys ever ever wanted to check out. Always. Yeah, look up Haunted we'll Ohio. Our list. Ohio has a bunch of like cool stuff. Um, well, I want to go to this place. I want to go to this place. <laughs> but I'm going to get to bring like together. some crystals and, and say goodbye <laughs> to the ghosts because I'd be nervous. Yeah. Um, so like the only... Oh, wait. Okay, yeah. So my like last story is probably the one that scared me like the most. The front of the restaurant is the only part of the restaurant that's been renovated since... Okay, actually I have two, but they're quick. So the front of the restaurant is the only part of the restaurant that has been renovated. And then the apartment up top has not been touched since like 1970 because like, I think like mold or something like that. And then they had to mm-hmm. qu- quit using it. Mm. So... Um, I was down in like the front area and I was just, it was like one morning and I was working a breakfast shift and this girl comes down. She's like really long hair, kind of like bell bottom jeans. You know, she's dated, she's dressed kind of outdated, but I thought it was like, oh, you know, like she's like trendy. Cause you know, like date, like dressing and like this, like the seventies style is kind of in. So mm-hmm. I didn't really think anything of it. And she goes, hey, like, can I get a cup of coffee? It's okay. Like, I live upstairs. I said, oh, okay. Well, I said something to, like, my boss. I was like, hey, I was like, the girl from upstairs, like, she came down and grabbed a cup of coffee. And they were like, what do you mean? Nobody's lived up there since, like, the 1970s. <gasps> and, I said, oh and I said, I said, there's no other apartments up there? And he said, no, the only other apartment's the one on the other side of the street. And that's, like, a dude that lives, and he's never been here. Oh, oh my gosh. My gosh. I have... holy crap like and she said she said i live upstairs it's okay i come down here all the time 
she's oh like it's okay God. i come down here all the time like i live upstairs and you like gave her coffee yeah i gave her a cup of coffee she walked out okay so i don't what, know if this is like a person like i don't know if this was just like a person wanting a free cup of coffee but like homegirl looked like she like walked out of the 70s so i was so i don't know if this was like and i don't know that's what but i was just was, gonna say like is it scarier to think that it's a ghost or like someone I, I feel like it was a ghost because like she never came back and i feel like yeah. if she knew it was that easy to get a free cup of coffee <laughs> she would have came back you know <laughs> what i mean Kathy in the chat just said, Idia, you talked to a ghost. Yeah, you had a I think we should take a moment. Well, listen to, to this one. That. So, well, like, the other workers who worked there for, like, years and probably still work there, like, Jamie the cook, he's had full conversations with that little girl. <gasps> it sounds oh like they God. really do have a connection. No, so, Jamie, I don't want to... I want to tell one story, so I don't want it to, like, overrule everybody else's time. But, like, I could go on. Honestly, I could talk a lot about ghosts just with me, personally. <laughs> like, so Jamie's wife is a witch. Ooh. And she... So he's already got some energy about Oh, him. yeah. And, like, he told me that one time. And, like, I met his wife. And, like, I've been told by, like, multiple, like, mediums and, like, witches that, I, and that I'm a medium. And I can talk about other ghost things. But I wanted to keep with like the restaurant thing. But yeah, wait, you'll will have you have to email us. Yeah, yes. can you email I will. us all about like the little girl and Jamie's relationship and all your other because Jamie encounters. So Jamie's wife said something about the little girl, and that's the other reason why we think the other one's demonic is because Jamie's wife thinks it's demonic. He, oh, she doesn't think the little girls are the same girl. Well, that makes me kind of happy that Jamie doesn't have this like darker spirit following him. And I'm also glad to hear that the little girl finds some sort of like comfort in being around Jamie and that she's yeah. not just like, no, also trapped in the same place with this horrible poltergeist. One funny story about the little girl that I think that <laughs> I always laugh about is that one time we were closing and Jamie went to the bathroom and like in the bathrooms, they had like these huge mirrors on the wall because like they didn't have like a stall. It's just like you walked in. And it was like the bathroom. And <laughs> he said he was peeing and he looked in the mirror when he was done and he and right behind him was standing was like the little girl. And he oh. walked, he zoomed out of the bathroom and he was like nope nope keep put your stuff down Good. we're leaving that's like, not the right place yeah that is a no. nightmare. he was like he was like this is not okay and he said that to her he said this is not and he's like that's not the place <laughs> do that to me boundaries <laughs> yeah wow seriously. oh my um, gosh well it sounds like you have yeah. so many experiences please 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 email it to us the rest i of will them. can okay. i tell one and it will be really quick sure really we're we're very much. close to time Okay. Um, yeah. And no, we do need fine. to bring two more people up. Do you mind just emailing us the rest? Yeah, I'll and email then of course, it. like we do this every Tuesday, so we're yeah, happy so to keep hear. coming back. Yeah. Yeah. No, I just started listening to you guys like this week, so it was. Oh, so great! Oh my yeah. gosh, welcome. And I had like a work meeting tonight, and I was like, no, this is the theme for this week. I have to do it. <laughs> uh, I love it. Thank you. Well, we're well, here every Tuesday. I'll email and you guys. Have... Okay. Thank you so much. Thank, thank you. you. That also goes to everyone else who's in the chat sharing little tidbits of haunted places with portals and everything. We, you know, we have an email. There are many other avenues of telling these stories. So email them to us. Keep coming back to this. 
we we really do want to know and hear all of them. Right. And although we have a theme tonight, we usually follow the themed episodes with a few weeks of no mm-hmm. theme so that it's kind of a free for all. So if you don't get pulled up tonight, but you still want to talk about the haunted place that you work at next week or the week after, please yes, come raise on. your hand and do it. Okay. So Corinne had a conversation with someone on TikTok and yeah. she is here. Let's bring up Ashley. Yeah. Okay. Where's Ashley? Ashley, you're coming up. Hello, Ashley. Hi. How are you guys? Hi. Great. How are you? I cannot believe I finally jumped on. I am so bummed that I didn't know about you guys sooner. Well, Well, we're so so glad we found each other. Yeah. Yeah. I'm super pumped. For other people to know, it was because we posted a TikTok on the Don Cesar Hotel and you commented and you were like, oh, I used to work there. I have a ton of experiences from working there that are haunted. So and I was it's like, been oh, a while. you have to have to it come is. on and tell us. Yeah, for sure. It's definitely been a while since I've worked there. Um, but I was the recreations coordinator. I also was their historian and I ran their ghost tours. Oh, so oh I'm like, gosh. as soon as I saw the pink hotel, I'm like, wait a second. I know that place like on the back <laughs> of my hand. So it was really cool to be able to um, see you guys like do a, a little snippet on it. But I have so many stories, so many. Um, a lot You're of people down don't to hear them. Yeah. A lot of people don't know that after Thomas died, his wife, he was remarried. His wife sold the hotel. Um, it was during World War II. She had sold the hotel to a VA ho- or to a hospital. So men coming back from war would come. And so it's really crazy because a lot of people always complain at that hotel that the rooms are super small. And it's because they're meant to be like hospital rooms. Oh, wow. So they had gutted pretty much the whole thing. And then they painted it green. The inside oh. was completely painted green. It was a hotel. And then the fifth floor was the morgue. Now it's the bakery. So, um, yes. So our service elevator and Thomas, a lot of people don't know this, but he actually died in room 101 and 102 when everybody worked at the hotel. Originally, everybody lived there. So Mm -hmm. they were like, he really was huge on everybody being a family and we live here and we work together and, and we, we run this hotel as a family. So when he died, it was in room 101 and 102. So it, so is that where he he stayed when he was living there? Like it was yeah. Like so it would have been a, it would have been equivalent to one hundred one and one hundred two. So they would have like people. They kind of like steered away from it because they didn't want that publicity. But people would come like ghost people would come like on the weekly, and if they knew that you were doing that, they wouldn't let you stay. Oh, they were really trying to get like get away from it. And the building had sat for. I want to say like 30 years dormant, like no, it sat empty after the VA. It like was like a building after the hospital um, where they kind of destroyed like paperwork and stuff. And so Mm -hmm. when they, when it sat dormant, the residents were like, well, they're going to tear it down. So they did like a save the dawn thing. And then, you know, it turned into a hospital, but crazy stuff would happen. It was so scary. So I was the recreations coordinator coordinator. So I handled like all of the events around the pool and all the events that pertain to the kids and any big events that we did for the kids. And so there would be late nights that you would be there. And like, I get goosebumps even talking about some of this stuff still, because it is like some of the freakiest stuff I've ever seen. So in the kids room, 
where we did a lot of the stuff. If you were there, you would like, I don't know if you guys, well, I'm sure everybody has felt this where you would feel like somebody was actually like watching you. Mm -hmm. So my boss and I were sitting, we were planning a huge event one night and there was a chair behind us. Like it was her and I sitting at a computer and then like there was like a chair and it was, it was crazy. So the chair literally picked up and moved up next to us as if it was trying to like help plan. Like it was sitting at the table with or at the desk with us. So that was like one of the first things that was just like absolutely undeniable. You could not deny that that happened. We were totally freaked out. And it wasn't (laughs) the first time that people had said like, oh yeah, that that's happened to me. So it was like, this was like a known thing in this specific area of the hotel that this would happen to people. Wow. So that was was Thomas. No, no, not too much. The only time you would really feel his presence and you knew his presence because there is like this aroma. He would smoke these cigarettes at the end. Um, and they were actually like cigarette. It was like a mix between like a cigarello is like the best way to describe it. And people would always like in the, um, in the elevators, they would be like, oh, we just saw this really amazing man. He was so nice in this Tommy Bahama hat. It's like a Tommy Bahama style hat. And he would always wear those. That's what he was known for. So people would see him specifically in that 101 and 102 hallway and in that first elevator. And so there would be sightings of him on a monthly basis. Oh my God. I mean, people really like were seeing him and talking to him and like, he was dressed up like he was back in like the twenties. And it's really crazy because like Al Capone used to run Chicago from that hotel. So the Don would be like his getaway. Um, And so there was like so many famous people who had stayed there and got inspiration there. But you, our service elevator was the elevator that they used to bring the coffins up to the morgue, which was the fifth floor. That was our service elevator. So at night when I was doing the ghost tours, we were able to use that elevator. We actually had to stop using the elevator because one out of every three ghost tours we would do, the elevator would get stuck every, every, like one out of three times you would get stuck in that elevator and we'd have four or five (laughs) kids with us. And so they were like, you guys can't use this elevator anymore, but it would only do it during the ghost tours. (laughs) Ooh. <laughs> so like the elevator never had issues until we started doing the ghost tours. And so That's on the wow. fifth floor where the morgue is or where it was, um, you knew that if you went out on the back balconies, like on those, like if you go on the fifth floor and if you've ever been there, those are like where we would do like our big parties and our events and things like that. And there was always a rule that you weren't allowed to go alone. If you're an employee, you're not allowed to be up there alone. You always have to bring a buddy and you are not to close the doors. Like if you were to go out on the back balcony, because even if you prop them up, you had to bring a buddy and only one person could be on the, on the um, overhangs at a time because on the balconies at a time, because the doors, no matter what you prop them open with would shut and lock you in. So you always had to make sure you had a phone. Um, And so like for our newbie employees, we would send them up there as like a joke. And every time time the doors would get locked and you would be stuck. 
Um, I was just ask, like, yeah. is there a whole, like, surviving the ghosts at the dawn part of orientation for new employees? No, yeah. I mean, it's, like, the corporate, obviously, because it's owned by Lowe's, um, not, mm-hmm. like, Lowe's, the hardware store, but, like, Lowe's, the hotel. Um, yeah. Because they're kind of an upper-end hotel, it's really something that they don't want you to kind of talk about it's like one of those things everybody knows all the locals know but like the hotel itself is a corporation they were like we don't want people to know this we don't want them to even know it's a uh, it was a hospital like because they don't want people to not stay there right um but it's crazy because like lights would go off things would malfunction all the time and it is an older hotel but they really did a great job on maintaining it but like there were just certain areas of that hotel that it was nothing bad it was nothing grim it was nothing like oh this person is evil or um these spirits that we're feeling are evil you know it was mostly Thomas, his um, presence in that hotel is so strong um you feel it within the first week of you working there um and they really try to embody and keep him alive. I feel like it's the employees that do that. Like they really try to keep his energy alive, um, which is really cool because the hotel is very much trying to bury that. <laughs> right. I mean, it's hard also to ignore it when you're working there and all of these things are happening. Right. And then, you know, in the gift shop, it was very close to room 101 and 102. Um, It's like right below it. And so um, in that specific area, that was like where incoming things were coming in, because obviously they didn't want during World War Two, they didn't want like the people in the community seeing the, these wounded soldiers coming in. So they would actually come in through that bottom floor. And so it's crazy because in that bottom level where all the gift shops are and stuff like that, things will get moved. Things will get like weirdly placed. Um, wow. But you definitely feel the energy um, in that 101 and 102 hallway. <laughs> Wait, the gift <laughs> shop that's right next to the like coffee, pastry, candy yes. shop. So okay, and then, in the candy shop, I asked the guy when I was in there, I was like, the person that was checking me out of the register, I asked him if he ever experienced anything paranormal and he got really nervous. And I realized that like, he was afraid to experience something. Yeah. And I kind of yeah. Pandora's I mean, nothing, like, it's I nothing not. grim. Um, but actually in that, in Maggie Moo, or not Maggie Moo's, in our, in that original ice cream store, if you ask them to open that back door, that's right behind the ice cream cases, that's the original front steps to the hotel. Oh. So if you walk up those original steps, um, there's like a little office in there that they've converted into an office, which should not be an office, but it is the original steps of the hotel. And it was oh one of God. the first, if you look, Thomas actually had carved his initials in the stairs. Oh, and like very that. faintly, you can still see it. Um, so it's really cool. I don't know if they still have the wall up of like the original, um, like right outside the ice cream store, there's like a whole bunch of cases, glass cases where they had like the original plates and the original keys and all of that. Um, in right in that area where there's like handwritten notes and stuff, um, from Thomas and things like that, there is definitely a presence there as well, which is right outside the service elevator where the, where, um, the morgue that leads up to the morgue. Oh wow! So it's like right there, like right in the morgue was on the fifth floor. I feel like oftentimes I I hear about morgues being in the basement or like right. You would think it would be in the basement. I think because it was a hotel 
and that was the fifth floor has and always been the event room from what I understood. Um, there was coolers and things up there. Um, uh, and maybe a better AC system. I'm honestly, I don't really know. I do know that they brought them in on the first floor though. Mm-hmm. So that first floor where all the gift shops are, they were bringing like injured soldiers and things like that mm-hmm. through that first floor to try not to keep them underground per se, but to maybe just not make it as visible to yeah, right. the community. It was kind of like a, a back end way. Um, but there were tons of celebrities, which I, I can't talk too much on because we do have to sign like a whole bunch of like paperwork when we work there. And then afterwards, we can't talk about it either. But there are tons of celebrities that stay there. Um, I would say like once a week, we have a celebrity, very high-end celebrity staying there. And well, Neil um, Patrick Harris was there when I was there. Yeah. I didn't see him because my head was on a swivel the whole time looking for, for ghosts. ghosts. <laughs> right, a different kind right. of celebrity. Yeah. Um, there was tons of celebrities, um, tons. And so it's so funny because, you know, we interacted with them on a daily basis. Um, and it's so cool because they would be like, oh my goodness, is they would be more interested in it than anybody else. Is like <laughs> the celebrities almost went there to like get their fix. Oh wow. God, I love that. <laughs> Wait, so have you, Ashley, have you seen Dawn or Lucinda or experienced anything intense firsthand? Just the chair thing. The chair thing was pretty freaky. Lights mm-hmm. would flicker on and off all the time. Um, things would malfunction that sh- it really had no business malfunctioning. Um, we also had the recreation center where we handled the children. Um, they allowed us to purchase like ghost like meters or whatever to add value to oh, the ghost so hunt. Cool. Yeah. And so those would go crazy, but it was always like hit or miss. So we were always like, are these real? Like, <laughs> you know, did we just buy some like dollar store meters? <laughs> um, but there, it was always crazy because they would always pick up in the same locations. So it wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, you get a little hit here and a little hit here. It was always like in those same locations where they would hit. And it was always in that hallway where Thomas was. And it was always in the basement. Oh wow! That is, <clears throat> I want to. I want to go back. I want to like bring EM, EMF readers and all of this stuff <laughs> to go investigate. Just don't tell them you're doing that, right? <laughs> but there is like there's a lot of um, like the night staff would always hear things and see things, and like oh we gosh. used to. I don't know if they still do it, but they used to serve us like really good lunches um there and that little That's a great perk yeah and like the little area where we would all eat there was always a ton of activity in there too um that like people would always claim i mean the only things i ever noticed were like the emf readers and then there would be like tons of activity and people like accounts of the guests saying like oh we just saw this man named thomas wow <laughs> it's so interesting because i feel like with the history it could be anyone and everyone, right? Like there's the the people who died when it was the VA hospital. And then there's, of course, like Thomas and his original hotel staff. And it sounded like, are you okay? Are Sorry. You okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah I'm okay. dying of, I'm like having to get water. Sorry. No, <laughs> okay. no, no worries. But I'm just thinking about Thomas's original hotel staff. And it sounds like he, or it sounded like he, took really good care of them and like they all lived together and it was this sort of family. And so part of me is wondering if the people that are hanging out with the rest of the staff and who aren't necessarily Thomas, but are 
affecting the energies throughout this. For hotel. sure. If it's the original like staff just kind well, of Well, and the thing and- was is when Thomas had died, his second wife really had no interest in the hotel. She really um from the history and what we've gathered through time is that she was almost kind of like a gold digger. Um, she really wasn't in it for him. In the moment that he died, she really was like, okay. And within six months, the hotel started to fail and World War II came about. And she was like, you know what? I'm an, I have an opportunity to sell it and I'm going to sell it. And so it kind of uprooted a lot of the people that continued to live there mm-hmm. and were with Thomas before she came into the picture. Mm. That's too bad. I did read that he had attempted to will the hotel to his staff instead of his wife. Yeah. So the thing is, is like they always say that other guests say that along seeing him, they uh, they see women, um, two in particular. So they see a blonde woman who is in a white dress and they aren't sure if it's Lucinda or if it's a guest that lived or a, a employee that lived there alongside Tom. Oh, interesting. And then there's a dark haired woman who wears like those tan cargo shorts. I don't like almost like Tommy Bahama, but like in a, mm-hmm. like a female version of that mm-hmm. and they see her. Um, and so it's crazy because people will always get like, Oh, what's that smell? You would always get that. Like, cause if you walk past 101 and 102, it's down a hallway. And then right in when you're walking past that hallway, you're in like a lobby bar almost. Mm-hmm. And so people would always be like, Oh, are you allowed to smoke in here? Oh, I just smelled it. And so people would get really confused because you would smell the cigarettes, but oh you're not gosh. allowed to smoke there. There's just so much happening here. I know, I know. And I feel like I'm rambling because I was not prepared to like do this, even though we talked about it. Um, but no, I had I'm so out- happy though that you, that you, that the video found itself on your for you page on TikTok. No, out of all things. Well, I'm really big into like haunted stuff. So like when they said like, hey, Ash, we need a historian or like somebody to run these ghost tours. Are you interested? I'm like, am I ever? What do I need to do? <laughs> Um, I feel like you're taking us on the ghost tour right now. I'm so really cool. I mean, I had like a whole spiel and I wrote out the whole training program for it. on like what they need to say and what they need to implement. And, um, there was no historian position when I started and they were like, well, you are so passionate about it. So do you want it? (laughs) So like once a month I was able to like give tours to like the locals and things like that. And it's really cool. Um, there was also some things like some people who had died and had drowned like on the beach, which isn't super common, but it does happen. And there are some like sightings on St. Pete beach as well of like people who have passed and people who have gotten hit by cars and things like that. So there's a lot of history, rich haunted history in St. Pete. So if anybody has a chance to come out and like actually see it, um, I know you said you were just there. Um, definitely do it. It's definitely worth it. Uh, yeah, I, live I need Fort to go Myers back now. now knowing all of this history yeah. because really, I'm yeah, like when you go to the ice cream store, and- when you go to the ice cream store, ask to see the original stairs. Yeah, uh, I so, so cool. wish that I had known that because I just ordered an iced coffee and wandered wandered right out. Just yeah, well, right outside of the hotel, right outside of that ice cream place, there's those glass cases. Did you see those? Where they are they there anymore? No, you know what? I didn't see that. I saw like a mural of of the history on the wall. I didn't see the glass cases, but I didn't walk very far. And reason yeah, they had like was, the original keys and they have the original yeah. glassware. Um, I was so distracted because 
coming out, I saw someone who worked for the hotel. So I was kind of like following him to ask him for more. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay, normally, Grim, we like, have to go back. The kitchen staff, the kitchen yeah. staff are normally the coolest that like will tell you it's like the house cleaners are kind of like hush hush no we will not give you an in but if you ask them like hey can we see the morgue elevator and you find like the right person they'll totally do it and they'll okay, take you gosh. off we're going we're going we're going, going back, back. are out. you guys in florida no corinne's in boston and then i'm mm-hmm. in los angeles Okay. So I moved from New Hampshire and well, I lived in Tampa and worked in or lived on St. Pete beach, Tampa Bay, um, and worked at the Don and then moved back to New Hampshire. And now we're in Fort Myers. So now I'm learning all the haunted history here in Fort Myers. (laughs) Oh my gosh. You're all over the place. Oh, you have to have to clue us into any haunted places that you find over in Fort Myers. I sure will. No, I totally will. I am so grateful that I came on. Thank you guys for giving me this platform to speak. Oh my gosh, we're so excited. Thank you so much, Ashley. Yes, ma'am. Have a great night. Thank you guys. You too. Wow. Let's TikTok. (laughs) Yeah, seriously. Bringing the people together, the ghost people together. That was amazing. Uh, And for anyone who doesn't know, uh, that was about the, the Don Cesar Hotel, which we do cover in one of the episodes of our podcast. Let me tell you which one right now. Let me look it up really fast. Um, it is, oops. Oh, never mind. I can't see. I can't figure it out right now. <laughs> it's one of the episodes. It's an episode. I'm sure if you Google like Two Girls, My Ghost, Don Cesar, it will come up. It so. will come up. Yeah, for sure. What a way to end the episode. I really want to go back now. I'm just going to rewatch your TikTok a couple of times. And now we need to go to Florida. Yeah. Fine. And for anyone who wanted to share tonight and did not get a chance to, next week, next Tuesday, we do this the same time every single day. I mean, every single Tuesday. Um, Every day. Every day. (laughs) Every week. Every week. Some of you Uh, may wish we did it every day. I know. But come come back next week or the week after or email us on Tuesdays or email us. Um, Do it all. There's going to be no theme next week. So if you have something that does not have to do with a haunted workplace and you want to share it, you can absolutely do that next week. Thank you all for joining us. We just adore you all. We love these Tuesday evenings with you and look forward to next week. Yeah, we do. We will see you on on the the other other side. Thanks again for listening. Here's a reminder that you can catch Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern on Spotify Greenroom. Join the conversation by downloading the Spotify Greenroom app and signing up for free. You can even use your Spotify info to log in. Every Tuesday, we are chatting with you about all of the ghostly encounters and haunted happenings that leave us shivering at night. Hence the reason we need the campfire. So download Spotify Greenroom for free today and join us for Campfire Stories live every Tuesday at 8 p.m. Eastern. We'll see you there.